a happy time. A week after Germany had surrendered and a wonderful actress named Ingrid Bergman stood wide-eyed in front of a microphone and spoke of that strangest of wonderful mornings, that, yes, that strange morning, when mankind had hope once more. From Hollywood, California, the Mutual Broadcasting System, in cooperation with the United States Treasury and the Hollywood Victory Committee, brings you a special broadcast starring Miss Ingrid Bergman and written and directed by Arch Obler. The special musical score is by Gordon Jenkins. This program is dedicated to you who know that any future sacrifice you make for the rest of your life, be it every worldly possession you own, can never equal the price paid by the man who died to bring you victory in Europe, who will die to bring you victory in Japan. This is the story of victory. It was born in the air battle of Britain. It grew through Stalingrad, Tunisia, Casino, the beachheads of Normandy, up the Rhone Valley across France, through the Siegfried Line. This is the story of victory. Thank you, Miss Stewart. 
Who is it? It's Miss Stewart, Betty. How are you? I, I'm all right. May I sit and talk to you? I'd like that. <laughs> Thank you. Sleep well last night? Hmm? Yes. I was hoping you'd come in. I'm sorry I couldn't come in sooner. There's, there's been all sorts of excitement. Excitement? Mm-hmm. You see, Freddy, it finally happened. Germany's out of the war. Freddy, did you hear me? Yes. Yes, I, I thought you'd like to know. Yes, thank you. Did it rain last night? Yes. Yes, it did. I thought I heard rain. I guess they're underwater. What? Forty acres down by the creek. My father tried to drain that land ever since I was a pup. It's full of cattails and frogs. One bullfrog, he must have been a foot across. I called him Sitting Bull. We could hear him all the way up to the house. Mother said he was better than the church organ. <laughs> you know something? We drained a swamp at Saipan. In three days, the forts were landing there. Three days. And my dad's been trying for 20 years. So I was good on Saipan. You planted a seed and overnight it was up. We had almost five acres. Even tomatoes and corn. I was in charge. It's so funny. What, Ray? Lying here. All I think about are things like that. Green things and black dirt. That's very funny. Back home, I never paid much attention to it. I did my chores. That's all. But now I only seem to want to remember what was growing. I don't know why I think about it. I just do. Maybe... Maybe it's because now that it's so dark all the time, I've got to think about things growing in the sun. Maybe it's because that was the most wonderful thing I ever saw. That the earth was good even on an island in the middle of the ocean. Did you say it was victory? Yes. If I get home, I can help my father. I can show him how to drain the land. I know how to do it now. Forty acres. There'll be so many more to feed now. something to tell you. I know. You do? Yes, ma'am. Oh, but how? Through the window after you hear my oh. singing. It can only mean one thing, or am I wrong again? No. The word just came. That's great. Yes. The doctor told me not to turn my head. Are you sitting down? You want me to? If you have time. Of course. Because it's today, will you tell me something? Whatever you want to know. How long will I be here? I don't know. Honestly? Yes, sir, honestly. I, I didn't ask for the reason the others do. I asked because I want to know how much longer I can stay here. Stay? Here? 
Yes, ma'am. You want to go home? No, ma'am. Oh, but why? By the time you release, you'll be all right. New healthy tissue, heart, obvious scar. Yes, ma'am. Tell me, sir. What good would that be? Do me some good, perhaps. Of all the boys on this floor, I've known you the least. Is it your family? No. I'd like to be with them. Oh, Sam. Because it's today. Please tell me. When I was born, I had all the world. Yeah. Little black baby only in the world. I lost it fast. Get out of the way, nigga. No black boys wanted. You know the story. Soon I wasn't even in the world. Then the army. Well, maybe a crazy hour. I thought it was part of things again, but I'm going to have to tell you. And then that nausea floating around up there saw me in my oil truck riding the Red Ball Express. He went into a dive and got me in the sights and pressed the trigger, and, and then there was nothing. But all at once there was. I was in a bed, others all around me. And nobody said, get out, black boy, one side nigger. Somebody said, nice going, fella. And the guy next to me stuck a cigarette in my lips, and somebody else lit it. And, and I was back in the world again. I've been there ever since, on the hospital ship, and the train, and here. They, they talked to me. Sam, what's your opinion of this? Sam, how about that? Sam, talk to us. Sam, tell us. Me, Sam. So hooray for the day, but I want to stay here. I... I... I want to stay here. If I sit here and talk to you. Huh? Who? Miss Stewart. Dorothy? No. No, it's Miss Stewart, Tom. Where have you been? Tom, I have some wonderful news for you. I'll tell you something. I was going to be angry with you. I'm not at all. Angry? Dorothy, don't ever keep me waiting again. Please. Oh, did you get all the stuff? Why, yes. It's going to be a wonderful day. I've looked forward to it. Have you? Now, stop worrying about Mary Ann. She'll be all right. Yes, of course. After all, my mother knows how to take care of babies. Look at me. Now, let's look at the timetable. There it is. 11.10, about three or four minutes, and we're off. Dodd. Why don't you say something? Uh, I'm glad we're going. No. You didn't say that. You didn't say that. You said something else. Don't say what you said then. Say it. I don't remember. I see you. I know you're here. Your voice is so far away. I'm here. Is the train coming? Not yet. Oh, Dot, I love you so much. All right, let him put a bronze tablet here on this spot on June 6, 1940. A man made love to his wife, end quote. I'd have to make a joke about it. 
Is there something wrong with my loving you more than two years ago? Stand close to me, darling. Don't let no one around. Oh, darling, every day is better for us, isn't it? Isn't it? Yes, Tom. Lift your face. Yes. If you weren't here, I couldn't stand it. It's been terrible, Doc. My face, I keep thinking... Aren't we a handsome couple? Aren't we a handsome couple? Why do I keep thinking that? What's wrong with my no, face? I try to sleep, Tom. I can hardly hear you. But you're here. Your face so close, I can feel you warm. Sleep, sleep, Tom. Such a handsome couple, such a handsome couple, such a... Dark. Don't! Don't come too close to my face. Not too close, Doc. It's all right. Is it? Is it? Yes. The handsomest couple? Yes. <sighs> Your lips. Kiss? Yes, Tom. Scotty, come on in. Good morning, Larry. Larry Darling, Scotty. Always Larry Darling. Oh, you need an ice pack. No, I need to talk to you. Please, will you? That's, that's why I came here. I knew it was my lucky day the minute I opened my eyes. Why, well, I bet even a custard will taste good today. Yes, Larry. Something has happened today. Happened what? John is out of the war. Absolutely? Absolutely. Well, what do you know? It's wonderful, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Hey, are the fellas tearing up the place? <laughs> yes, just about. Oh, boy, oh, boy. I just see them back home. What a time they must be having. Running around. Tonight they'll be dancing. Larry, don't. Oh, no, no. You don't understand. I'm okay. The fact of the matter is, I'm better than that. I, I got it all laid out like a blueprint. A right arm. That's all I got, and that's all I'll need. Sure. A right arm to hold a girl, to write a check. Oh, no, no, Scotty. No, don't look like that. I, I tell you, I'm fine. With the money that's coming to me when I get out of here, all those G.I. checks I never got a chance to spend, I'm going to business for myself. Oh, no, you didn't tell me. That, that's wonderful. Yeah, I'm wonderful. Have a card. Larry Edmonds, General <laughs> Sherman to Jeep prepared while you wait. Amphibious tanks especially. Oh, I'll do it there. And filling station. Oh. And... Notice I said, station. Mm -hmm. Look, the way I got it doped out, the minute they take gasoline off ration, and the whole United States is going to get into the automobile and start going. And they're going to keep going until they wear out all the ants in their pants. They, I, I mean... Uh, well, I, I understand. <laughs> well, well, what I mean is, well, everybody's built up a want to go places. Well, like me, every day lying here. I've been walking every street I ever walked and visiting every place I've ever gone to. You know. Yes. I know. So I've located just the corner where I'm going to put that first super service station. And I know just the guys that used to be in my outfit to turn the pumps and pull the wrenches. One station, and if it goes okay, as it will, I'll start another one. Then then another one. Then 
Well, gosh, the fact of the matter is, I'm going to be one of them tycoons. Well, of course you will. And I'd like to get in on the ground floor. No kidding. No kidding. I, uh... I have got a chance, haven't I? To get places? Oh, sure, sure I have. I'll, I'll sit behind a desk and use the brains I got instead of worrying about the legs I haven't got. And I'll figure out new ways and shortcuts to keep automobiles going the way I used to do with the tanks. And I'll build up a big business and keep spreading out. And I can't, miss. I can't. Can I, Miss Stewart? I, I told him no one was to come in here but the doctor. Yes, I yes. told him. Please, Captain. For God's sake, can't I be left alone? Uh, Haven't I earned that at least? Haven't I? Well, I just... Haven't I? Why don't you leave me alone? <laughs> What's the matter? Doug, it was a game that ended at the goalpost of Berlin. Maybe if I got my throat cut outside Aachen the way he did, it would have been my day, too. Oh. But I lasted a little longer than that. Long enough to see a mountain of shoes, hundreds of thousands. Every pair meant a human being that had been shoved into an incinerator for the crime of daring to live. And it's long enough to see row and row of quiet children with a flamethrower that left them. And it's long enough to see Doug with his hands tied behind his back and his throat cut. I hate this day. Because now we'll stop killing them. The sentimentalists will begin. They'll stand on righteousness and wave the words of charity, pity, and compassion. And the grass will grow over the murdered and the cities will be rebuilt. And the torn throats and the whipped backs and the screams and the bloody marks on the walls will be forgotten. Yes, forgotten, because only a few of us saw those things with our own eyes. Forgotten because our people never had hatred poured into their veins with the death of their wives and their children. 
I hate this day. So now the forgetting begins. Everything became wonderful in a way it hadn't been for a very long time. We'd beaten the Huns. We'd finally beaten the Huns. The rest was up for the peace commissions and the governmental experts and the statesmen. Freddie, Sam Jones, Tom, Larry Edmonds, the captain. I wanted to bring them the news because they paid with their bodies for this day in terrible ways. And so, the happiness belonged to them. I thought that. But, Doctor, they don't need today. We need it. This day's for us. Those of us in America who lived through a war and knew no pain. I was crying before, yes. Yes. For that soldier lying up there in the dark and telling me that he hated today. Hated it. Because now we would listen again to the self-seekers and the sentimentalists and begin to forget. Doctor, that can't be true. We've got to start remembering. First, the enemy to the east. The enemy that dreams that in this day of happiness we here will forget them and their tortures and murders. Yes, we've got to remember them. The enemy in the east yet to be beaten. The one in the west that twice in our lifetime tried to destroy our civilization. We've got to remember them, every face, every name, so that there will be no place on earth left for them to hide, to cry out for a mercy that would make the dead rise up in protest. to remember our responsibilities in a world that has grown as small as the house we live in. And the people in the house. We've got to remember we, we can only live together with them. In fairness and mutual efficiency. I think we've got enough remembering to do for the rest of our lives and the lives of our children. Yes, this day is for us. 